Hello, and welcome to the In the Word podcast. This is the podcast that will help you to understand God's Word, build a stronger relationship with God, and develop habits that will help you love God and others better. And now, here's your host, Trevor Pope. Hey, what's going on, family? I want to welcome you all back to the podcast. Thank you for joining me again. I pray that your week is going well. And I wanted to hop into the podcast right away. I don't want to talk about anything else because I believe that this topic is a very important topic. And the question that I am asking this week is, how much do you love yourself, right? We're going to talk about self-love this week. And in a little bit, I'm going to tell you how I got here and how I got to this topic. But I think it's a very important topic. I think that it is a topic that is talked about sometimes. Um, Sometimes it can be from the right vantage point. Sometimes it could be from the wrong vantage point. But I wanted to really lay this all out here. And it it really is for us to do a self-evaluation, right? As we're having this conversation, as you're listening to me, I want you to think about your own personal life, right? Think about some things that have happened in your personal life, some things that may be going on now, some things that you may have done, some things that may have been done to you, and really evaluate, you know, how much do you love yourself, if you love yourself at all, or maybe you totally do love yourself. But this is the thing that I wanted to talk about and kind of wrestle through uh, this week here on the podcast. And like I said, um, after we read a couple things, because what I did was when, you know, this came about to me, and like I said, I will explain how, um, I, you know, immediately just kind of went on the internet, right. To, to get a, the temperature of, of what folks have to say about self-love or what people are saying about self-love. I watched some videos on YouTube, looked up some definitions, um, obviously some scriptures, right. Um, so, I'm going to read a little bit of the definitions that I found, um, you know, uh, on the Internet. Um, We're going to obviously read some scriptures, but I think that this is very important, guys, because I think some of these things that we're going to talk about, I think oftentimes we don't necessarily think about. Right. I think sometimes if we're not careful, it could be a one sided thought on what self-love is, right? You know, you you see these motivational videos about self-love. You got the music going in the background. It's messing with your emotions. You know, they're getting you amped up, rightfully so, right? Because you want to feel good about yourself and, and all of that. But sometimes I think, you know, not sometimes, I think it digs a little deeper a good amount of times, right? So let's let's talk about this. I, I think this is going to be very encouraging, not only for you guys, but for myself as well. Because like I said, this is something that hit me. Um, Well, I thought it hit me recently, but it really was something that I've been wrestling with and been thinking about. But but we'll get to that. But like I said, I looked up a couple of meanings or or what uh, people explain what self-love is. So this is the first one. What does self-love mean? Definition. Self-love is a state of appreciation for oneself that grows from actions that support our physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. Self-love means having a high regard for your own well-being and happiness. Self-love means taking care of your own needs and not sacrificing your well-being to please others. Self-love means not settling for less than you deserve. Now, when I read this definition, I can agree with most of it, right? But when I got to this last part, this last part, it can be, a, uh, I, don't, I don't know the word words I can use for this, but um, that, that settling for less than you deserve, that's a little tricky there, right? Because, you know, how much do we really deserve? Like, how, how how do we determine how much we deserve? And obviously, we we know that we're not talking about 
you know, somebody not treating us well or somebody treating us bad or treating us less than what we're worth, treating us like dirt. But that settling for less than you deserve, that can be very tricky because, you know, as human beings, let's be honest, some of us can think, you know, especially according to our own evaluation, some of us can think that we deserve a lot more than we do. And what do I mean by that? You know, sometimes we cannot you know, be the best person, right? You know, or be doing the best things, but feel like we deserve the world. So that right there, I feel that last line, self-love means not settling for less than than you deserve. I understand what it is saying to a certain extent, but that right there is something that we really have to be careful with, right? So let's look at our second definition of self-love. And this was a definition that I took from the dictionary, right? Listen to what it says. It says the instinct by which one's actions are directed to the promotion of one's own welfare or well-being, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. And I think, I love this right here because Obviously, when we read our first definition, we read our second definition, we see that it is important, right, for us to be considered about our own welfare or our own well-being. But there's another type of self-love that we have to be careful about, right? Because we want to be well, we want to be happy, you know, and I I love this because it says, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. And listen to these three words that it gives us, conceit, vanity, and narcissism, narcissism. And we know that we hear these words a lot. And I want to go through a little bit of the definition of these words because I'm, I'm so glad that you know, the dictionary laid it out this way because yes, there is a good type of self-love, but then there is also a bad type of self-love. And we're going to see that right now. Let's look at the definition of conceit and excessively. And, 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 and this is what I want you to notice. Notice the common theme in these three words in, in their definitions. Conceit first, an excessively favorable opinion of one's own ability, importance, wit, vanity, excessive pride in one's appearance, qualities, abilities, achievements, etc. Character or, or quality of being vain, Conceit. So we have conceit there again, right? Because these words are pretty much similar in their definition. Now let's look at narcissism. Inordinate fascination with oneself. And if you look up the word inordinate, it basically means excessive, right? So it says inordinate fascination with oneself, excessive self-love, vanity. So This is very key, right? Because we see here that there is a self-love that is not a positive self-love. It's not not a a self-love to where we are considered about our well-being and how we are doing and making sure that we are okay, you know, mentally, spiritually, physically. No, this is this is something different, right? This is this is where we're coming off and thinking that we are somewhere that we are not. And when you look at the definition of vain, right? Because remember when we when we looked at the definition of vanity, it said character, listen to this character or quality of being vain. Listen to the definition of vain. Without real significance, without real value, without real importance, baseless, worthless, fruitless, useless, empty. So we see here that this type of self-love When we see people on the internet or people that we know, you know, maybe they've achieved some things, maybe they've accomplished some things, maybe they're beautiful on the outside, 
But when we look at the definition, when we look at their actions and their actions coincide with these definitions, when you look at the word vain, it is letting us know that really and truly, even though they think they do have some real significance, even though they think that they are super important, it says that when you act like this, when you are a person that comes off like this, truly you are empty. And it makes a lot of sense, right? Because if you've been living long enough, you've met both sides. You've met these two types of people, right? You've met the one where they're boastful. Uh, they're constantly talking about their looks, or maybe if it's not their looks, their gifts or whatever have you. But we also have met people and known people that have been beautiful, right? When it comes to their appearance that may have had some of the best gifts, anointed, whatever it is that were humble, right? Like if they didn't tell you what they did, you would not know. So it says those that come off and they're always trying to impress us and trying to tell us about who they are. This isn't real true self-love, right? This is an emptiness. So this, and I'm, I'm so glad that the definition in the dictionary defines it this way, because that is what I wanted to be clear of. That's not the type of self-love that we're talking about here today, right? We're not talking about that self-love, you know, um, trying to show that we're better than somebody else or, or trying to prove something to somebody else, right? But let's keep reading on and I'll get into why I got here. Next definition that I found, what does the Bible say about self-love. This is what the definition gave on the internet. It says, God does not want us to go through our lives filled with hate, disappointment, or, in or insecurities about ourselves. Totally agree 100%, right? God has created us perfectly in his image. In this day and age, it is difficult not to compare ourselves to others or the ideal of what we should look like. And I think that is super important. I love this definition because it's all about God wanting us, right, to not be filled with hate for ourselves, not to be filled with disappointment for ourselves. Because guess what? Sometimes in life, we're not going to be in the place that we would like to be. We're not going to quite measure up to where we think we should be, right? And he doesn't want those insecurities in us about ourselves. Why? Because he created us in his image. He is available for us to pray to, um, to talk to, you know, to help us to encourage ourselves. There's no way on God's green earth that we should be walking around with our head down or feeling like we are lesser than somebody else. But because of the day and age that we live in, because we have the internet and all of these social media platforms, if you are not careful, you can watch somebody else that are in those three definitions, conceit, right? You know, those that are that, that are narcissistic, you know, those that are dealing with vanity and you not even know it. All you see is everything they're showing you on the internet. I got this, I got that, look what I got. And, and this is how we know um, a lot of times that uh, a good amount of these people that there isn't a true self-love there because we hear of people all the time with all of these things that we look at and that we would like to have sometimes and that we would think would make our lives better or make people feel better about us. They go and commit suicide. They go and have to check into mental wars. They go in, you know, they, they go through all these different changes because that's not what true self-love is. Yes, it's okay to feel good about yourself and to do things for yourself. But that's not what self-love is about. Self-love is dealing more with the inner than it is the outer. That's why I said I want us to unpack this together because it's so much here. One more definition of self-love. It says, for many people, self-love is another way to say self-care. I agree with that. For starters, it can mean talking to and about yourself with love. Very important, especially in today's time, because we see a lot of negativity. We see people, you know, I, I, I realize, you know, I talk to, you know, so many different people, whether it's through the internet, whether it's, you know, just in general. And I realize just talking to people that, listen, this topic is important, right? Like, it's very important. Sometimes we could feel we are somewhere and we are not. We could feel like we're loving ourselves because of certain things that we're doing. But when we listen to people's words and their conversation, 
It's like, man, I don't know. You know what I mean? So it's important that we encourage ourselves. It's important that we cast down those vain imaginations about ourselves. But listen, let's read through this. Talking to and about yourself with love. Amen. Prioritizing yourself. Giving yourself a break from self-judgment. That's what I was just talking about. You know, we got to be careful about how hard we are on ourselves. And I'm not talking about being hard on yourself to the point of, you know, getting certain things done and accomplishing certain things that you know you need to do, whether that's, you know, um, with your career, business, ministry, uh, family, fam, uh, 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 you know, um, you know, uh, community, whatever it is, right? We're not, we're not talking about that, right? We're talking about, you know, just, just really, how can I say this? You know, um, oh man, how can I say this? You know, you, you just, you, you want to be tough on yourself about doing certain things and getting certain things done, but not hard on yourself to the point of where you down talk yourself, right? to the point, and, and I, I, I want to really take my time because I, I feel my heart racing because this thing is very passionate for me. Like when I really started thinking about all this and really just kind of digging into it, it really hit me, man, of why so many people are feeling the way they are and that they're in the places that they are, right? Let's read through that again. Talking to and about yourself with love, prioritizing yourself, giving yourself a break from self-judgment, right? That's 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 the one. Like, listen, yes, we, we should be on ourselves about certain things, but not to the point of where we find ourselves down talking ourselves, right? We're talking ourselves into a, a, a depressive state, right? Talking ourselves into a place of where we no longer feel like we can accomplish uh, certain things and do better in certain areas. Let's, let's go on. Trusting yourself, being true to yourself, being nice to yourself. You you listen you couldn't you wouldn't believe how many people are not nice to themselves that they don't have good things to say about themselves they may not say it openly you you may not even be able to see it you know but it happens a lot setting healthy boundaries forgiving yourself when you aren't being true or nice to yourself that keeps coming up Listen to our bodies. Take breaks from work and move, stretch. Put the phone down and connect to yourself or others or do something creative. So this is a, a, a is this is something that somebody posted on some, like a checklist that you can do right to make sure you are showing yourself self-care. Last one, eating healthy but sometimes indulge in your favorite food. So those were some of the definitions that I found when it came to dealing with self-love. And like I said, I watched a couple of YouTube videos where people talked about self-love and some I agree with and some it was like, uh, you know, because to me, some of it fell into that place of, you know, uh, conceit and, you know, just all about me and just doing you know, this and that for myself. And then it's like, listen, I think you should be good to yourself. I think you should take care of yourself. I think you should make sure that you're presentable, all of those things. But if you're not careful, you can cross that thin line. But here is my story. Here is how I got here. Right. And, and I want to share a text that I sent to my brother. Um, and, and I hope that if he's listening, he doesn't mind, you know, we, we grew up together. We, we pretty much known each other like 35 years now. I, I don't have any natural brothers and sisters, but if, if anybody is close to me, like a, like a real brother, he's one of them. Right. Um, and I text this to him and, you know, I understand the reaction that I got from him. And, and, I, and I'll share the text in a second. But what I realized is as I started wrestling through self-love recently, right? When I started really wrestling through it, you know, I guess heavier because as I was wrestling through it, I realized like, listen, this is something that I've been dealing with and kind of wrestling with, but not necessarily knowing what it was for a long time now, because, you know, as I would sit and meditate and think about things, it would bring me back to certain points in my life. But let me share the text, right? 
This is the text that I sent to him. This is on January 27th of this year, right? So only, only a couple of weeks ago. This is exactly what I text to him. I said, you know what I realized yesterday, bro? I don't love myself. And the weird thing is, I can't remember when it was I stopped. And obviously, he reacted in a serious way, you know, and I understood why, because, you know, I should have gave a little more context of what I was saying, you know, even though that's exactly how I felt, but it wasn't what he thought I was saying. Right. Because when you hear that, like when you guys hear that, if, if we didn't start this talk off with going through the definitions of self-love and all that, and I just tweeted, I just tweeted that out or I text that out. I'm sure I would get a lot of replies like, yo, hold on, you know, it's okay. You know, things may be dark right now. So, you know, that's, what he kind of hit me back with, like he was very concerned and I love him for that, you know? And, and I, and I apologize because it was like, listen, I shouldn't have just kind of, you know what, (laughs) this is the funny thing. I, I was saying to myself that because it was him and somebody else that I, I thought about texting this to, and I kept saying, maybe I shouldn't text this out at all. Right. Um, because I was wrestling with it. I was like, man, this, this is a loaded thing and I don't know how it's going to be taken. And when he reacted, I said, up, see, you know, but it wasn't his fault on how he reacted because when we hear people talk like that and say things like that, a lot of times, no, I don't, I don't want to say a lot of times, a good amount of times they can absolutely be in a dark place. They can be absolutely in a place of, you know, possibly getting ready to give up or commit suicide or things of that nature. But that wasn't where I was with it. Right. And I explained that to him. We text back and forth and, you know, he explained his side and, and, and I respected it, you know, but I let him know that it wasn't coming from a place of darkness. It was more coming from a place of like an awakening. Right. Because like I said, I've been wrestling with this on and off, you know, for a long time now, but I really sat and really just kind of took time to meditate through it and think it through, you know, and pray. And that's how I started feeling like, man, you know, I don't feel, I don't really feel like I truly love myself. And when was it that I stopped? If I ever did, which I, which I believe I did, but I'm like, when did it stop? Did it stop when I started rebelling against my mom, maybe 12, 13 years old? And, and I'll give you some examples of that. Just, just so you guys have some clarity, right? You know, um, some of you know, my testimony, um, you know, grew up, uh, in, in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Um, and if you know anything about Bridgeport, Connecticut, um, especially in the nineties and the eighties, it was one of the worst cities in the United States. Actually, it had one of the worst projects. And, and, and here's the thing. It, it was like, I don't know how many projects back then, a, a, a few of them have been torn down now, um, including the one that I'm talking about father panic village, but it had about 10 projects to me. They all were bad, but father panic definitely was just, it was just something different. It was, it was a time where the police couldn't go in there at night for a long period of time. It just was like to the point of where they tore it down. Like it was just that bad. It was one of the worst projects in the United States to the point of where they had to tear it down. So this is the city that I'm coming up in, that I'm growing up in. And, you know, I found myself in a gang. Guess what? That was established in Father Panic Village. You know, I'm like 13, 14 in, in a gang, in a meeting, seeing things that a 14 year old shouldn't see. So just me saying that, right. Just me going back to that. I, I, I started looking at it like, you know what? I'm not, not sure if that's where it started, but that's a sign of me not loving myself. Right. And what do I mean by that? Because if I truly loved myself the way I should have at that time, there's no way on God's green earth am I going to join a gang, especially in such a violent environment like it was that we were in, right? Why why do I say that? Because if I love myself, you know, I you know, keep listening to my mom. I get a job. I do what needs to be done. I steer far away from that lifestyle, right? Because if I love myself, I don't want to die. Because truly I should be dead, 
right? Or in jail for the rest of my life, but God showed mercy and grace on me, right? So I just started going down a line of decisions that I made, you know, especially before being saved and after saved, being saved too. And I'll talk a little bit about that, but, you know, getting to getting into the hustling, right? Going full blast selling drugs, you know, got caught with a bunch of drugs when I was 18 years old. Like all these things, I started like really, like when I was sitting recently, I started thinking back to all of the decisions I made from a youth, right? From from whatever time frame that was in there between 12 and 15. And I and I and I brought myself all the way back, you know, or brought myself all the way to the present. And I started thinking, you know, man you know, do I really love myself? And if I do, how much, you know, and, and, and this is, and, and, and look, this, this is a question that we can all wrestle through and pray about, right? Is there a, is it a either or, or is there a how much, right? And what do I mean by that? Is there, is it either you do or you don't, or is there a place of, you know, I need to love myself more, right? That That's just something for us all to think about. But I'm thinking about all these things. I've started doing drugs. If you know my testimony, Never was into smoking dust, which is PCP. For those of you who don't know what dust is, decide to smoke it in, I think, 96. Wasn't into even weed and all that stuff when I was in high school. I was like, man, I ain't messing with none of that. And towards the end of my my my, my uh, being in high school, I think maybe around senior year, junior year, started getting into all these things, gangs, whatever have you. So 1996, I smoked PCP for the first time, get my, get my, get get my jaw broken at a party because I'm out of it, bugging high, whatever have you. I leave it alone because of the experience, right? Why three years later would I pick up the same thing, right? Now I'm out here selling drugs, hustling, partying, doing whatever. Why would I pick up the same thing that I had an experience like I did three years earlier? And But this time, it, it had no mercy on me. I like totally lost my mind for a couple of years. I'm talking about mental ward, lost my mind, right? So these are all the things that I'm 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 going back to and I'm thinking about. Like, like, you know, if I truly loved myself, why would I make these decisions? Because guess what? I have friends that did PCP. I have friends that 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 smoke dust that they never came back, you know, or they are not necessarily right to this day. You see people walking down the street bugging, same things I was doing, but God showed mercy on me. And listen, we might have to make this a two-part podcast. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure where we are with the time, but I really want us to really sit and just think about these things. But I want to be transparent, you know, you know, on my end of where I'm coming from, because even with me saying this to my brother, right. And totally respected his reaction. I love him for his reaction because it showed me obviously how much he cared for me, you know, but I, I, you know, I explained thoroughly. That's not necessarily, you know, what I was trying to say. That wasn't what I was trying to say. It was more of an awakening and me just thinking back to a lot of things because guess what? He went into the, you know, God loves you and all that. And that's a point that I wanted to make too. Like, listen, man, if, if anybody knows that God loves them, it's definitely me. Because like I said, when I lost my mind, and was was bugging and doing the stuff that I was doing, driving on sidewalks, walking in front of cars, all types of crazy stuff. God kept me. He watched over me. So without a shadow of a doubt, I know that God loves me because that may have been some of you guys thoughts, even when I said or read the text, you know, like, no, I know that God loves us, right? Especially those of us that are saved, we know that God loves us. But does that mean that we are really, truly loving ourselves the way that we supposed to, the way that God intended us to? That's the million dollar question today. How much do you love yourself if you love yourself at all? Or maybe you do, you totally love yourself, or maybe you thought you totally love yourself. But as we start to talk through these things or have been talking through these things, you start to look at certain situations in your life and say, well, maybe I don't totally love myself like I thought, or maybe I fall into one of those three categories, that conceit, that vanity, that narcissism, right? Prayerfully not. But this is why I wanted to wrestle through this and talk about this. And I thought it would be so good because this is what I had to do within myself. And guess what? Still doing it. 
Um, it's going to be a while, you know, before it, before I really get down to the root of it and, 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 and really allow God to remove whatever it is to cause me to feel this way and to make decisions that I make and so on and so forth. But let's be clear. We know that God loves us. So this, this definitely isn't that right. We know that God loves us, but are we loving ourselves? Like when we read the definition of, you know, what does the Bible say about self-love? Are are we falling into those categories, right? Of, you know, uh, hateful, you know, hate for ourselves, disappointment in ourselves, insecurities about ourselves. Listen, we know that other people can feel that way about us, right? You know, we 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 know that the world can feel that way about us, right? But what's important is how do you feel? about yourself? What's the care level for yourself? And I think that that is very important, right? But I also want to share from, because I share obviously from the side of before I got saved, right? But let's deal with the side of after being saved, right? Because somebody may may have heard me running that down and say, oh, of course, you didn't really, you know, love yourself then because you didn't know God. Okay, so let's deal with this side of things, right? Being saved. When I find myself in sin, when we find ourselves in sin, right? Disobeying God, doing something that God told us not to do. Obviously, that can be a sign of us not truly loving God like we should, but it's also a sign of us not necessarily loving ourselves as well because we know that this, whatever it is that we're getting ready to do, because God told us it wasn't going to be beneficial for us. We know that it's not. It's just like in the garden of Eden, right? He told Adam and Eve, listen, if you eat from this tree, you shall surely die, right? So Eve still allows the serpent, right? Satan using the serpent to convince her, man, you're not going to die to convince her to go against God's word, the words that he gave to Adam, that Adam gave to her. And then she ate and then Adam ate. And it's like, listen, do we really love ourselves even in that, right? When we are disobeying God. Something else that I look at in my own life in present times, right? And, And by the grace of God, This is something that I've been working on for, um, I believe, over a month now, but and it's not time for me to share this, so I'm not going to dig deep into it. But from 2019 until now, you know, and actually it started to before 2019, but I just but I found out in 2019 certain things was going on in my body because of this. But being overweight. Right. You know, do I do I really love myself if I am allowing myself to be overweight, if I'm allowing myself this weight that I have on myself to, 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 to allow it to do the things that it's doing to my body. Right. And I don't want to go into what it is because I'm sharing this, this testimony and what's happening for another time, another podcast. But do I really love myself if I'm, if I'm overeating or, you know, sometimes maybe it's not even overeating. Cause I think for me, it's not even so much that I ate a lot. It's just the things that I was eating. And obviously when you're eating certain things and not exercising and not, you know, taking in the right amount of vegetables every day or, dur- uh, 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 or every week, you know, it just leads to certain things. So if you're somebody out there, like you struggle with obesity or being overweight or overeating, do you really love yourself? Right. You know, this this is a question to really ask. Like, do I really love myself if I'm allowing myself to do this to myself and do this to my body? Right. And I'm being transparent here, guys. I'm talking about me, but I want you to also think about you. Right. And and don't make any excuses for it. Right. Because we know that when we make excuses for things, especially things that affecting that may be affecting us physically, mentally, spiritually, listen, those things aren't going to stop doing what they're doing. We can make up all the excuses we want. We can come up with this and that. It's still going to affect us, right? So that's that's something, you know, for us to think about and for me to think about. And like I said, by the grace of God for, uh, I believe, you know, going on almost two months This is something that I've been working on and have been progressing in. So praise God for that. But guess what? It's a long journey, right? It's a long journey. But 
am I going to be able to keep up this self-love that I'm experiencing in that area? You know, am I going to continue on loving myself in this way? Right. And something else, and I'm going to be totally transparent with you guys. I've never talked about this with you guys. Maybe I've talked about it with my wife and maybe a couple of uh, brothers, but something else that I struggle with, right. Um, that I feel deals with self-love is feeling inferior around other people or races, especially like, especially white people. Just let's just throw it out there. Right. You know, it's not every single time, but I get this weird feeling at times and it's, and it doesn't make sense. Right. Because I know it shouldn't be so, cause I don't feel that they're superior and I'm inferior, but why is it that I'm feeling this way in their presence? And like I said, it's not every single time, but, you know, mincing my words, like getting tongue tied, like weird stuff. And when, and I'll, I'll walk out of there, I'll be like, God, what's wrong with me? Like, like, why, like, why did that just happen? And I, I know without a shadow of a doubt is from seeds that's been planted from when I was young, you know, whether that's from family members, whether that's from the white, you know, white people themselves, or just things we see on TV, whatever, there's certain things that's been planted there. And I'm still finding myself dealing with these things, but the root of it is self-love because I, I'm a child of God, right? I know how God feels about the human race, right? There is no big eyes and little use. So I know all of these things. So it's like, this is something I have to work on because this deals with the self-love thing. There's no way that I should walk in the room of any people or any races, any status, church, preachers, whoever, and feel any type of way, right? So that's another thing, just me being transparent. I want to be transparent here that I feel like is an area of me struggling with self-love and in his area that God is dealing, dealing with and has been dealing with, and I'm going to allow him to keep dealing with until he roots all of these things out of me. But I wanted to share a few of those things so you could know where I'm coming from, right? And know why I raised the question, how much do you love yourself? And once again, you know, we can debate and and talk, not, not debate. We can talk about if, 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 if self-love is an either or thing, either you do or you don't, or there's a middle ground or there's a percentage, I don't know, but just really something to think about. But let's see what some scriptures say, right? Because obviously the end all be all is going to be coming from what it is that the scriptures say. And I'm glad that you guys sat with me um, and just, you know, you're just listening and hearing me out. And I pray that you just, you know, thinking about your own lives as well. And all of these different areas that we talked about when it comes to self-love, even if it's in an area where you find yourself, you know, maybe being on that negative side of self-love that we talked about. It's okay. Right. You know, because that's why we're here. We're here to be honest with, you know, where we are and to make sure that, as we continue through this life, because guess what? Truly loving yourself the way that God wants you to love yourself is going to cause you to do all of the things that he has called you to do, right? It's going to spill over in other areas, right? So that's why this conversation is important. And that's why I'm glad you guys sat down with me to talk about this thing and think this thing through. But let's look at First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, a very, very, uh, a familiar passage of scripture, especially for those of us that may have been in the church for a while, you know, and it deals with charity, which is love. And as I was reading through this, um, because a lot of times when we read this, right, we just kind of think of what love is. And, and sometimes, you know, I'm not, I'm not speaking for everybody, but sometimes when we read it, we can just kind of look at it as, you know, how we are loving someone else or how it's talking about how we should be loving someone else and how love acts towards someone else, which it is talking about that. But as I really begin to read through it, it's a revolving door, right? It's not just talking about an outward love. It's always, it's, I mean, it's also talking about an inward love, right? A self-love. There's, there's parts of these scriptures that, you know, they point to self as well as pointing to others, right? And when we read 1 Corinthians 13 and 4, it says charity, which means love, suffereth long and is kind. Charity envieth not, 
you know, that's something that could be a self-love thing, an inner thing, right? It says, envy if not, charity vaunteth not itself, is not puffed up. So look, we get confirmation from the scriptures. Remember those three things that we talked about, conceit, vanity, you know, um, narcissism, right? We, we, right here, the scripture is letting us know it is confirming. Yes. Don't that that's a terrible way to self-love yourself. That isn't true self-love, right? So let's read it again. Charity suffereth long and, and is kind charity, envy if not. And as we read through these, these might be things that we all say, listen, I need to work on that. That's something I need to work on. Man, this is beautiful. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Charity suffereth long and is kind. Charity, envy if not, charity vaunteth not itself is not puffed up. Listen to what the definition of vaunt is to boast of. So it does not boast of itself to make a vain, a vain. We, we dealt with vain already to make a vain display of one's own worth. So that's not the self-love we're looking for today, right? We're looking for that true self-love, that godly self-love, that self-love that gets rid of that hate and that insecurity, you know, the disappointments that gets rid of all that and says, God, listen, you made me, you know, you know, people used to love to say that, say a God, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's that? Oh, what's the saying? God made dirt and dirt don't hurt or God made us from dirt or whatever. You know, God don't make no junk, you know, like Zig Ziglar used to say. But anyway, you know, that's the type of self-love we're talking about, right? The self-love that God wants us to have for ourselves, that when we have that type of self-love, it spills over into us loving others right properly and loving them the way they should be loved. But let's keep on reading. It says, it does not behave itself unseemly. Seek if not her own. Love is not about herself, right? When there's true love, there's self or outward is not about self. Is not easily provoked. Think if no evil. Now let's deal with that. It is not easily provoked. Because that's something I talked about. You know, remember we were talking about those of you that follow along with the channel. We've been we've been talking about even starting this year off about temperance, right? About being offended or being easily offended. And I share with you guys, I was transparent about how, you know, I would let things bother me. I would be offended by things, whether that's being out and about and somebody just being disrespectful for no reason. I wouldn't cuss them out, wouldn't get crazy with them, but I would find myself having to say something, right? Or, 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 or you know, saying something that God didn't tell me to say, because there are times when somebody is trying to get over on you and trying to do something to you where God is say, listen, this needs to be addressed, but it's not all the time. And that was something that I was struggling with. Right. And, and still, still working on that. Right. Like, you know, just, just feeling like not allowing somebody to feel like they're getting over on me or getting away with anything. And like I said, there is a time and a place where God has us address things. You know, he doesn't just let anything go, you know, when it comes to people doing things to us. But sometimes God said, man, listen, don't even say nothing. It's all right. It's not a big deal. And I will find myself still saying something. And that's where you got to be careful. And look, we saw it happen with Jesus, right? Like when I when I say that there are times that we have to address things. Remember when Jesus fed the 5,000 and they were looking for him and trying to find him. And then when they finally found him, they was like, Rabbi, we've been looking for you. And Jesus shut them down immediately. He was like, man, listen, y'all not looking for me because y'all saw the miracles and y'all believe. Y'all looking for me because you ate and were filled. That's when they were trying to find him to make him king by force. So there is a time that we have to address certain things. We don't let people just get by and get over on us. But I found myself, you know, I won't say addressing, you know, something every time, but being provoked by certain things people, you know, did or said. So it says it's not easily provoked. Think if no evil, rejoice if not in iniquity, but rejoiceth in the truth, beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. Another scripture I want to read, Philippians chapter two, verses three and uh, four it says, let nothing, this was Paul talking to the church um, at Philippi. He says, let nothing be done through strife or vainglory. That vain word, it keeps coming up, vain, vain, vain. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem other better than themselves, right? So we should be concerned about others, right? We should be esteeming other others better than ourselves. And that is not, understand what the scripture is saying, is not saying that 
we should love others better than we love ourselves. But no, we should be esteeming them better than ourselves. We should be more concerned about you know, what's happening with them, right? We should be lowliness in mind, meaning we shouldn't be dealing with conceit. We shouldn't be dealing with vanity. We shouldn't be dealing with narcissism, right? We should be of a humble spirit, right? Trying to see how we can serve and be a blessing to someone else. That doesn't mean that in the midst of that, that we're not maintaining our own self-care, but it says, look not every man on his own things, right? So it, it shouldn't be an all about us thing, but every man also on the things of others. So true love, right? True self-love, true God love is not only being concerned about ourselves, but it's also being concerned about what others are going through. And that's why I'm making this podcast. Because as I started to think about these things and wrestle through some of these things, just going way back to when I was a youth, I said, man, listen, you know, I need to talk about this. And guess what? I almost didn't talk about this today. I almost didn't upload a podcast because I was like, nah, I'm not ready to really talk about this because I think it's a super serious and sensitive subject, right? Um, Something that we all have to really like meditate on, look in the mirror, pray about like, God, where am I when it comes to self? You know, am I, you know, Am, 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 am I not, you know, loving myself? Am I loving myself? Am I not loving myself en- enough? Am I loving myself too much? Like, where am I? Because I think that, you know, this dictates so many things that happens in our lives and so many things, you know, that will happen in our lives. And it dictates how God moves in our life, right? The doors that he opened, the doors that he closes. Like, this is just a, a real serious topic and I really didn't want to mess it up. I'm like, man, I want to share, Lord. You know, I pray, you know, like please help me to share this correctly um and and prayerfully the people get where I'm coming from and they understand what it is that I'm trying to say because I think that this is something that is important to all of us. And I'm going to read this last scripture um and you know, we'll close it out here, but I, I pray that you guys are getting something from this. I pray that you guys are thinking about your own lives, maybe even writing some stuff down, maybe some things that you didn't even think about, some areas that, you know, maybe you need to improve in or, 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 you know, some areas maybe that you didn't know you had improved in, you know, because of, you know, where you might've been uh, at a different point in your life. But listen, I'm trying to make sure that I, I be the best me for God that I can, because when I do that, then I know I can be the best for everyone else. And it's not necessarily like I'm doing it just for that. But once again, there's certain things that, you know, when you are, you know, loving God the proper way and loving yourself the proper way, that is just going to spill over in so many different areas. But let's read this last scripture, Mark chapter 12, uh, verses uh, 28 through 35. And, and, and we'll, we'll, we'll close out the podcast here. It says, and one of the scribes came and having heard them reasoning together and perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, which is the first commandment of all. So this is what he asked Jesus. He says, which is the first commandment of all? And Jesus answered him, The first of all the commandments is here, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy thy mind and with all thy strength. This is the first commandment, Jesus tells him, right? And the second, Jesus is going to tell him the second, and the second is like, namely this. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. I'm going to read that again. Thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. And really quickly, before I read the rest of this, when I read that right there, right? You know, it really got me to really just even wrestle more with this this whole topic. Because remember, when I text my brother, and this is this is why that question, the question of this 
podcast came up. Because when I text my brother, remember what I said to him? I said, you know what I realized yesterday, bro? I don't love myself. And the weird thing is I can't remember when it was I stopped. And like I said, that was almost two weeks ago. So as I begin to wrestle with that and read certain scriptures, uh, you know, read certain definitions. Like when I came across this, when it says thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, I started thinking about myself when it comes to how I like to help other people. Right. You know, um, you know, especially if I can help somebody that's less fortunate, not doing well, you know, um, you know, um, it might not be much, but whether that's, you know, seeing them on the street, trying to help them get a meal or whatever, you know, like those are things that I like to do. And then I try to do when I'm able to do it. Right. So that's what started making me think like, well, if, you know, I'm able to show some love to my neighbor in this way, and it doesn't mean that I'm loving my neighbor totally, you know, a hundred percent right in all areas. I'm not trying to say that, but just thinking of me and some things that I do and, you know, try to do when it comes to other people. I was like, well, if the scripture is saying thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, if I'm showing love to my neighbor, I'm doing some of these things, you know, behind the scenes, nothing, you know, that I'm sharing with anybody or putting online or anything like that, then is that a form of some type of love for myself? Is, is there some love there? Right. You know, maybe I had it wrong when I said, you know, I, you know, I don't love myself, you know, because at that time I felt like, man, I don't know if I love myself at all because I started looking at decisions that I made from a youth all the way up until now, because I feel like even being saved, I feel like if I loved myself the way that I should have and in a certain way, there's certain decisions that I feel like I wouldn't have made even being saved. Right. So these are things that I'm thinking about. But when I came across this, I was like, well, is there, you know, is there a percentage when it comes to loving yourself or is there uh, uh, either you do or either you don't type of thing? And you guys can leave your thoughts in the comments, those of you that are on YouTube. Um, and if you're listening to this on the podcast and platform and you're able to leave comments, you can leave your comments there as well. But yeah, that was just something I thought about. But let me read verse 31 again. It says, and the second is like, namely this, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. There is none other commandment greater than these. Wow. And the scribe said unto him, well, master, thou hast said the truth. Yes, he did. For there is one God, absolutely. And there is none other but he. And to love him with all the heart and with all the understanding and with all the soul and with all the strength and to love his neighbor as himself is more than all whole burnt offerings and sacrifices. Amen, amen, and amen. And that's something that we have to understand that this entire journey is about love, right? When we see what God did by sending his only begotten son was about love. God is love, right? This whole journey is about love anyway, right? Remember in the scriptures, he said, when when people see how much you guys love one another, that's what's going to confirm to them that you are my disciples indeed. This whole journey is about love. Those two commandments, powerful. The whole journey is about love. Verse 34, and when Jesus saw that he answered discreetly, he said unto him, thou art not far from the kingdom of God. And no man after that durst asked him any question. Wow. Love it. I 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 love, I love the word, right? Because there's nothing that we can't find about life, that, that there's, there's nothing in life that we cannot find about in the word, right? That, that the word does not address, but I really wanted to talk to you guys about this because it was something that was heavy, you know, on me and still is, and it still is, right? Like I said, there's, there's, there's different things I'm working on. And I think I told you guys coming into the year. So that's why I said, this isn't something that just started for me. I, you know, I, I hit a point where recently where I realized like, man, you know, how much do I really love myself or do I love myself at all? Like where it all came together, but this is something I've been wrestling with for years, but just couldn't quite 
put it together. Like, what's really bothering me, right? Like, what's really happening to me? But remember, I told you guys, I said, listen, I'm coming into this year and and just really trying to get it done. The things that I felt like God, uh, you know, had, had put on my heart to do a long time ago. And it seemed like in saying that and doing that, all hell has broken loose, right? You know, and and not in a bad way because we we did our our series on suffering, right? You know, if you're going to reign with Christ, you must suffer with Him. You know, we talked about not thinking it to be a strange thing, like all of our brothers and sisters in Christ go through this. So, not no pity party, not no I'm sad. Listen, I'm embracing whatever has to come, but in the midst of it, it just opened this door even more, right? It, it started to show me even more, like Trev, you know. Do you know, do you do you really love yourself the way you need to to get to the places where you need to get to? Right. That's that's whether that's physically in my own health, spiritually. I mean, even when it talked about like self-talk. Right. There's times that I found myself, even though I'm encouraging everybody else and what I'm saying, I believe to be true. Like I'm 100 percent, you know, a believer in the word of God. But yet the things I'm saying to other people and getting testimonies and, and they're encouraged. I'm not necessarily saying to myself, I'm being down and hard on myself. I'm not encouraging myself this same way. Like, oh, it's so much, guys. Just pray for me, you know, as as I pray for you guys. Like, this is serious business. Like I said, this was an awakening for me. It wasn't a dark place. You know, it, it wasn't a, a, you know, like down. It was like, yo, wait a Like, what is going on? Like, I really have to focus more, you know, on where I am and my self-care, you know, according to God so that I can be the best that I could be for him and for you guys as well, because this is what he called me to do, right? He called me to preach his word. He called me to, to, to preach the gospel, right? To encourage the people, to let them know that Jesus Christ is Lord. So the only way that I'm going to be able to do that to the best of my ability as if I truly have an inward, obviously, first and foremost, a love for God. You know, we just read that and an inward love for myself. Right. And my neighbor as well. So, yeah, this this this, you know, it, it took me a minute to really decide, just like it took me a minute to really decide about sending that text out to anybody. It took me a minute to really decide if I was going to share this, you know, and just pray for me. Um, Like I said, I'm 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 doing what I need to do to, you know, to work on different things. Like I said, the, the whole weight thing, you know what I mean? Um, you know, and I'm going to share that testimony of from 2019 all the way to here. Um, you know, been working on that, been, you know, the, 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 so far the progress, the journey has been well, but guess what? It's a long journey, right? It actually, it's a, for the rest of my life journey, right? If I'm going to truly love myself the way that I should in that area, right? So, yeah, it's just so much to unpack. And and I and I just feel like even in my spirit right now, I feel like some of you, you know, like the wheels are turning, like you there's certain things that you didn't really think about, you know, like like man, like, you know, like where am I with this or where am I in this uh or in that? But yeah, you know what? Also, I'm getting ready to close, but let's close out in a word of prayer, guys. Like I, I feel led to just say a prayer, you know, as we close out, but know that I love you guys and I appreciate you guys. And once again, I appreciate you guys for just sitting down and, you know, just, just wrestling with this, you know, you know, wrestling through this with me because, um, I think it's very important, but father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity today to fellowship with one another. Um, we know that this is the day that you made, we will rejoice and be glad. And, and we just want to say thank you, father, right. For, putting the mirror before us for helping us to look in the mirror and to question, you know, where we are, not only in ourselves, but also in you. And not only to question ourselves where we are, but to also be honest about it and to allow you to work those things out in us on our behalf 
uh, so that we can be better for you and be better, be uh, used by you. So we just want to say thank you, Lord. We love you. We appreciate you. Everything that you've done in our life thus far, we don't take anything for granted that has happened in our past because we know that it is a part of our testimony. We know that it is what has gotten us to where we are now, you know, but we thank you for being able to look back at those things and learn from those things so that we won't continue to make those same mistakes. Father, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. And we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. We pray that you will continue to strengthen us, Lord, that you will continue to help us to be honest with ourselves, Father, uh, so that we can just be the best that we can be for you so that we can glorify you in our lives. We thank you, Lord. We love you. And in Jesus name, we pray. Amen. Guys, until the next time we hop on the podcast together, know that I love you guys and shalom.